Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you lovely lot, and welcome to Football Manager Therapy. I'm Matt Richards, and on this week's episode, we go marching on together, roam around from defenders, and separate the number 10s from the pretenders. Joining me as always is the Marcelo Bielsa to my Margate trialist failure. It's Tony Jameson. Evening, Matthew. How are you? I'm very well. Uh, just to put a little disclaimer on that, I have never had a trial with Margate, so I'm technically not a trialist failure, but I imagine I would fail that trial. <laughs> uh, and also, for extra context, I am sat on a bucket. So yeah, that's that's just because that's because you're in the doghouse because you've probably probably woken the family up again, shouting <laughs> on your stream. As, as we know, that's what you get up to. I've uh, I've actually taken. I'm sure we'll chat a, a smidgen about it, but I've actually taken to uh, to silent celebration. Um, that's a new thing. That <laughs> is genuine. I just put me I just put my hands in the air, um, and and that's a goal. But um, we'll 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 probably mention it later. On. There's not been a lot of that, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah. No, there's the, the the muted celebrations this week um, for us in our on our personal journeys on Football Manager. So we've got two subjects that we're going to focus on this week. Is uh, first of all, we're going to talk about it in a moment. Our monthly Discord challenge, season one, Ooh, exciting. Uh, and then we're going to talk all about playmakers as a bit of a lead in to March's playmaker march where we talk about Raquel May and Perlo on our Patreon. So um let's talk about the Discord first. Because mm-hmm. we before we were recording we were we were talking about how lovely it's been. And again this it, it, this is going to sound like a you know a shill like a sell, you know, to try and be like oh come and join our Discord. I mean, please do come and join our Discord if you'd like to. You know, you're absolutely not obligated to, but we gen- genuinely do really enjoy <laughs> our little Discord community. It's great. Like, it's 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 a little part of my day. Like every morning, I'll I'll check it straight away, and then like I'll sort of go and I'll do some work, and I'll pop back, and then there's like it just starts to fill up, and there's people in there chatting away about different different stuff and like interesting conversations and ribbing me about being rubbish at this game and yeah there's quite a lot of technical dis- there's a there's a thread about that there's a whole thread about that a whole, t- whole channel about that um and then we've got tactical discussions which like you know the tactical discussions are great they're so good quality like and not just me and you chatting about it, but like everyone who's part of the discord bringing their stuff in going mm. this is where i'm at now like you know i've tried x y and z what am i missing and before any of us have replied, someone else has jumped in and gone, oh, have you tried dropping this down here? Or have you tried, that you've got too much space here? And like, everyone's fixing it between themselves. And then like the save thread, oh, the save thread's amazing. Like just yeah, reading about that. other people's stories. Like it, it, that brings me back to the football manager, the championship manager, uh, SI forums where you, you, you remember, you do you remember like the, the stories? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, you, yeah. Yeah. That brings, that's my thing, right? From back in the day, I was on that, and that's kind of my early, early, early content creation would have been then. Like, I would have occasionally done a couple of threads of like save games and stuff. And I thought, I'm sure the, I'm sure the, the rule was you had to have played like three seasons before you could even start posting your stories. Oh, really? Oh, that's so gatekeeping. Oh my God. Just so they knew you were legit, right? 
and you couldn't name players or anything like that. And I was like, oh, I love this. Like I've got my Swiss left back. Yes, all the mystery of it. Um, But yeah, so all that. And then we've now got people talking about their save games and like, Man, like there's some amazing saves on the go at the minute. So fun. So well, fun. I, 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 it's one of my. I genuinely like one of my favorite things is reading people's save diaries. Um, I was reading um FM Tahiti's uh, blog post at the minute, mm-hmm. and I was reading it this morning where he, he sort of he's, he's chosen violence or violence has chosen him. I'm not too sure which way around it is, but he's he's got a very physical style of, of play during his save and, and he sort of was backing it up with stats and I just I loved it I just it was just a, a lovely little journey to go on in because uh, I tend to I tend to read stuff in the morning and then in the evening I tend to read the sort of more um, you know story based stuff in the morning and then the more technical mm-hmm. stuff towards the evening so I've got a slightly more like brain capacity then. <laughs> I don't want to be reading about like tactical analysis at like first thing in the morning because I think I'll just go back to bed. But I love that. I love that when you you just pick up a little blog and you're just like, oh, this is great. And it's a nice little like five, five to five to eight minute read when you're having your coffee. Oh, love it. Yeah. Mad, Mad FM's got one as well. I'll do a plug for him. Mad FM, um, who's part of the, the five star potential guys. He's got one. Um, he's managing Angers. Oh, lovely. In France. Uh, and the title of the blog is Don't Look Back in Angers. Oh, yes, I've seen this, yes. Every blog episode is a, is an Oasis title, and it's, oh, and again, just a lovely read, like a really lovely read. Um, so, yeah, and it's just, it's just interesting to see how people play the game. That's that's what I find, like, so, so interesting. And it's interesting to see how people, like, interpret the, the story of their game, if that makes yeah. sense. And and I think that's that's what's fascinating. And the you know I've said I think I say I said it on um, Dave Black's podcast yeah. where <laughs> I said that football manager is technically just Dungeons and Dragons for football fans, <laughs> and it is because we kind of have our own. You know, I, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to say the word narrative because I know it's your favorite <laughs> word for. I'm losing every single game. You know, oh, it's just all about the narrative. But it's. I love that different narrative that's going on in, in your head, and you're creating this this bigger picture than just the numbers in the spreadsheet that's looking back at you or the moving pixels. And I, I think it's. I find that the most fascinating part of 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 this whole community is what were they thinking at that point. Because essentially, if you if you're really cynical about it and you strip it all back, we're playing the same game, you know. Okay, yes, we've got different formations and different approaches, but ultimately the game plays the same way. You can only really play it one way, which is you know, set up your tactics and then play in the match engine. But it's the way you interpret it, and then and then project that interpretation that I find like super interesting. That's the thing. It's like every, like it's, it's essentially going like, if you give 10 people the same book, you know, and said, right, recap it for me, like 10 people are going to give you 10 different vari- variations on the same, the same facts essentially. And some will gloss it up and some will sort of like focus on bits. You go, Oh, I never even, I didn't even clock that bit over there. And like they'd get subtext. They'd like create characters out of like people that you would maybe just bypass and, um, and yeah, and it's brilliant. Like, I mean, you know, we got like, uh, Mr. Gibney has been, um, yes. has been picking out players that, that I've signed and like sort of bringing him over to add him into his journeyman career. And then he's changing his clothing as part of his transition, 
uh, into like another club and like a sort of almost like a new persona of himself as a manager. And it's like, yeah, let's deep dive into this. And like, yeah, go that, go that deep. <laughs> if we're going in, we're going all in on this. Um, yeah, cool. Like the second that Sports Interactive let you decide what you were going to wear as a manager, that sets you up at the start of the save to go, right, I'm suited and booted. I'm doing it this way. Or I'm in a jumper. That means I'm going to do it this way. Like for me, I'm already creating that, that persona. Yeah. When I'm put, when I'm putting the, that at the start, the rest of the save is built on that. So obviously we've mentioned before that I've changed my uh, attire to the, the black shirt a la mm-hmm. Diego Simeone. Um, but I've started having grey hair now because <laughs> I wanted to, because I'm more seasoned. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of more of a Cesar Manotti now, you know, the, 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 the gray haired philosophical man chain smoking on the, the sidelines rather than the sprightful young man that I was at the beginning of this save. Have, putting gray hair on your managerial character is the sign of somebody who doesn't have gray hair. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I've got, I've got a lot of gray, but I haven't put my guy on gray hair yet, but I, you know what? He would look mint with grey hair. Exactly. Not, this is it. It's not, not only is it uh, a nice bit of storytelling, it's it's aesthetically very pleasing, especially with like the, the all black suit, you know, the man in black with the grey hair. Oh, it's a great look. It's a great look. It's Carlo Ancelotti, isn't it? It is. Exactly. Think of all those, like the managers, the you know, this the silver fox on the, on the touchline. That's what you fit. You always picture them. You're like, that's a, you look at them and go, that is a person that has their life together, which obviously football manager is escapism. And I can pretend that I've got my life together for a few hours. Is that why I've got brown hair on my God, like, oh, I used to have like a full head of the same colour hair. Oh, you, you full Tony. I remember him all bright eyed and bushy tailed back at Blythe Spartan. Like, cause I noticed this, um, with Fox the Box. Fox the Box has like, different managers that are characters, like former yeah. players from old saves. And I'm like, I love this. This is great. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you're right. And that's, and cause that's already the starting point of your, of, of your, of your journey, you know? And, and that's, that's, that's brilliant. Like I remember I did, um, I ran, I ran a blog for about maybe sort of like a year. I think this is, we're talking a few years back now. And, um, Johnny Sharples did a, did a little piece for me and um mm. and he sent in loads of screenshots of his manager like obviously like the, the little render head and he just photoshopped him into like loads of different scenes so like there was him as a manager in the job center and there was him as a manager signing his contract and there was one of his players on the injury table and i was just like I love this. I love this so much. Like I just... think Johnny is one of the first people that I ever saw do that. Mm. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. And, and you know, obviously Johnny's a friend of the podcast, but very crude photoshopping going on there. But I kind of loved that it was crude because it was funnier. But yeah, it's it's great. It's it's genuinely great. Um, and talking Tony of. Football Manager Dress Up Simulator 2001, <laughs> 21, sorry. Uh, what year is it? We did a little bit of that in the Discord because we have started a monthly challenge. Uh, you cooked up a little challenge for us that, that's going to run for the, the, the rest of mm-hmm. this month that we're going to check back in on, on, on our, our progress. 
uh, on the last podcast of the month later on. And we all made our own little managers, didn't we? And we posted it in the little Discord and it was quite adorable. I made uh, Matsello Bielsa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just did myself. Um, but I did, but I did wear a jumper. I've got a jumper and I've got tracky pants on. And, uh, disclaimer, I've only ever worn, uh, jogging pants twice in my life. So. You can tell because you called them jogging pants. Well, I called them. I called them trackies at first. I was like, I don't think they're trackies. I think they're more of a of a of a of a, of a jogging pant material. So I, I've only ever worn jogging pants twice in my life, <laughs> and I'll tell you when I've worn them as well. Oh. Uh, both both time. Well, one was a CrossFit competition because I thought it might be cold. Yeah. So I bought them from Tesco's on the morning, <laughs> and then the other time was uh, the same pair of jogging pants in the gym, in the garage, uh, when it was really, really cold. Um, but yeah, that's the only two times I've ever worn them. Otherwise, it's always shorts, you were just, no matter what the weather. You are just the most dad, dad ever. Um, <laughs> right, so obviously we set up our... I, 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 just, I had brogues on as well, obviously. Oh, of course. Um, so we set up our aesthetics, but let's explain to our lovely listeners what the, the challenge is this month. It's a pretty simple one, but a challenging one. So it came, it came off the back of my Twitch save where things weren't going particularly well with Sunderland. So uh in the Discord people started saying, Wouldn't we can we have a go at your save and see where you're at with it? And I was like, well, uh, we could do or uh the idea then very quickly escalated as part of the Discord to go, what about a monthly challenge? And then I sort of went, Well if there's enough demand for it We'll do it. Cause we, we've talked about it before. We, we've said, look, you know, we, we might look at challenges and stuff and like, you know, we might look at sort of draft mode for, for Patreon or, or whatever. Like, you know, we've got ideas for things we want to do, but like, we, I said, look, if there's a demand for it, we'll do it. We need like about 10 people or whatever just to make it seem relatively interesting. Uh, I'll stick another channel in the Discord if it's something we're going to do and we'll just talk about it in there. So within like half an hour, we had 10 people going, we want to do it. I was like, all right, fine. It's done. Um, we're in March, so I text you and just said, challenge number one, marching on together. There you go. Leeds United. Lovely. Leeds United. So the stipulations, I thought, yeah. were very, very simple well, this is, and no, straightforward. Right. Let's, let's, because the problem is with you, Tony, when you go, I thought they were simple and straightforward, um, is because you don't take anything into consideration outside that very little narrow point of view that you have because you just go oh well, you know it's simple to work out but then when other people me included point out the more complex nature of stuff um yeah right so the okay the rules are right this is how the challenge w- works one season as Leeds united no transfers in in the in the uh in the summer transfer window no transfers in in the January transfer window. Play with what you've got. That's what I said. That's what I thought would be a nice simple challenge. Play with what you've got. But oh my god! No, I no, no, for people no. going. Ah, oh, can I have like a third data analysis? No, it wasn't. Like, oh, well, I pointed out that they literally have one member of the medical staff and a squad that is wafer thin. So I said, could we just hire some more? And then you know, I also humbly accepted. The, the stuff. But then the problem is you've got, oh, it's just this. But we need to rank this because certain people are going to be more successful at certain things. So it took me and, um, me and, uh, Jebaru 
uh, to figure this out. JetBlue's got a spreadsheet now, so there's some organization. There are actual rules. There's there's an algorithm. There's a <laughs> there's a formula. Yeah, because again, it takes a man that's very sensible in the form of, of JetBlue to just be like, no, no, no. This needs to have actual admin involved. And as I found out today, Tony, on two folds, that you have absolutely no ability with admin. And also, I have had a look at that Sunderland save, and I can quickly quickly see why you went yeah no one's looking at that no one's looking at that so. <laughs> i'll say no more i'll say no more i was trying i was trying to avoid like and i knew i had to and, and again this is going to be part of next year's twitch save okay I, i'm cause i'm doing moneyball next year in in 2022 but but i'm already i don't i Trying to comprehend weighted stats, and I didn't want to think that we could do it with weighted stats now, because you know the Carabao Cup isn't as weighted as the league position. But yeah, it would be more important to finish higher in the league than to win the Carabao Cup. And I was like, well, I don't really care how you work it out. Just well, that's just the whole point. For, for no, it. you cannot. You cannot say we're having a. And this is the key word here: they're having a monthly challenge. And say that to a bunch of people that like sports and play a sport video game, which is the sole purpose of this, really, if we're being frank, you know, quite honest, is competitiveness. We are violently competitive. And like, even me, who's, you know, a bit of a bohemian and is all like, trust the process, you know, like, I, I love beautiful football, blah, blah, blah. The minute you said it was a challenge and other people started getting cocky, I was like, I am in and I'm going to ruin everyone's life. Like, it's just, it's that that switch and you need to you need to be aware of that tony before coming in and just going yeah just sort it out between yourselves it's just not going to end well it's not still going to end well but we've learned we've learned from that situation we have established some rules so have you actually done much with it because i i i was i will say that i've barely touched it because i was very busy with blackburn rovers and (laughs) that misery um i was busy looking at your sunderland save today and as well as poking around and a few other things. So I've not really got stuck in. So how far have you got with with the lead stuff? So, so um, I am currently in the start of December. Um, so about just coming up to halfway in. And <laughs> the, best, the so the best thing when we when everybody loaded it up, and everyone's got straight involved. The first thing everyone did was 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 try to beat their own reserve team because of course that was a nice little throwback to me losing to my own reserve team at Sunderland. Um, so there was a few people going, "I've done a Jameson, I've lost yeah. to my own reserves," and everyone going, ha, "I've avoided doing a Jameson." So we all. Do you know how I avoided doing a, a Jameson? Oh, did you plan? <laughs> uh, yeah, I planned by not playing, not playing in into in, into squad friendly. Who does that? What is wrong with people? You still, you still lost one of your friendly, so didn't you? You still got played off. The, you played them off the park and got leads. Yeah, I did. Yeah, but uh, that's that's productive because I was I was getting my squad fitness up, checking my tactic out against a decent level of opponent, but not too difficult. What benefits do you get from paying your kids other than? You go, oh, that kid's quite good, but the game already tells you that, that like that youngster's quite good. Like it's not. I'm not. I'm not a fan of it. Not a fan of it. I get it. I get it. You know, but so so what I've done, right? So I did me. I did me preseason. Um, I, as I say, I beat the kids. Then I beat Excelsior seven one. I was like, oh, that's a bug. Surely, like that's that's not meant to happen. Um, and then I won some more games in preseason, and 
And I was winning games because, get this, right? <laughs> I've done a Bielsa ball replication. Oh, that's funny. Essentially. Do you know what's really funny about <laughs> yeah. that is? So have I. <laughs> have you? Yeah. I was like, I'm, if I'm doing this, I have to play like Bielsa. So yeah, I did so, exactly the same so thing. I, so I text our mutual friend, Rob, who is a comedian and a Leeds fan. Mm. And I had my team all set out and I went, is this roughly where you guys are at? And he's like, yeah, yeah, pretty much, but we play really wide. And I'm like, we're not playing really wide. I'm not, I'm not attempting that. Um, so I've set me, I've set it to fairly wide. I've not gone to get chalk on their boots just yet. Um, so I've got a Bielsa ball tactic. So I've got me, me two, two center halves. I've got my two inverted wing backs. I've got my half back. I've got my, uh, my center midfielder. Um, inverted wingers, and then obviously my, my forward player at the top, which is Bamford, and we've we've done a we've done a Bielsa. So I drew against Man United in my first game of the season. Drew two two. Mm. Played Walsall off the park in the Carabao Cup. Lost on penalties. Um, then beat Chelsea. And then narrowly lost to Liverpool. That was my first four games, was, was those, right? And then for the rest of the season, I've played, I've played pretty well. I'm, I'm eighth. I've lost some games that I probably shouldn't have lost and I've won some games that I probably shouldn't have won, you know, but yeah, it's, it's actually been quite good fun, to be honest, because of the fact that like I'm, I, I know it's only one season. Um, and it, it is that sort of thing where I'm not having to plan ahead and I'm certainly not looking at other players. I'm not bothered with scout meetings or like, or whatever. I'm just literally focused on the job in hand. It's, it's working out. It's working out all right. But that's where I'm struggling. That's where I'm struggling to, to get into it is that I know I don't have to plan long term, which is kind of messing with me a little bit in the sense of, I'm getting a bit complacent, a bit lazy. I am tempted to go strikerless with it, uh, just to see see how OP <laughs> it is. As I've only played three games, four games, something like that. Not much, not mm-hmm. much. Uh, but yeah, it hasn't quite clicked for me yet. I do like the fact that the, there is absolutely no one in the squad. I, I love that. It's it's just my favorite thing in the world. Like, if I could play with twelve players a season, I would. But I know it's not doable in the game but I love having a small yeah. squad and I love having you know a bunch of youngsters you can rotate in and, and, and do it I'll, that I'll be honest but, I was quite surprised at, uh, at the versatility I think is probably the right word of, of, of having of, with such a small squad uh, as you say there are there is a lot of versatility in there and like some different interesting combinations um, and I'm just sort of ignoring sort of star ratings so like you know maybe sometimes I'll play um, maybe I'll sometimes play Dallas in the midfield, but then maybe someone will put my wing back, and it says, "Oh, you can't, you can't play wing back." And I'm like, "He's playing wing back, right? It will work, right?" And you know, it it is working to an extent. You know, the 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 changes are there, and I'm sort of like texting Rob, and he's like, "Oh, sometimes we play with this." And I was like, oh, "Right, okay, fine." So I'll try and do a slight tweak on it. Um, no, I see you are you making a mistake. No, 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 you're making no, no. a mistake. I'm, I'm, you 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 know you are because you're listening to outside I'll, interference. I'll show, I'll show you the uh, the the match rundown. I've not changed the position. I've not changed the formation at all. I've stuck with it. But I've I've sort of taken his advice and go, oh sometimes you do that. Okay, fine. Well sometimes you might do that. That's fine. Um but yeah it's it's been 
I think I'm finding it fun because of the fact that I'm trying a tactic that's very outside of my thinking in terms of how I normally play. It is such a short-term operation that there is no planning ahead, which, again, is very jarring for me because I'm normally sort of like going, build for the future, build for the future, build for the future, almost ignoring what's in front of me and looking to the next season already. Um, and then just just having a bit of fun with it. Um, and I think the fact that we've got, yeah. like, looking at everyone else in the Discord, like, dropping results in, like, there's some guys that are, like, flying with it and some people are struggling a bit. Um so yeah, so that's kind of keep me a bit motivated and 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 just really interesting to see how everyone's getting on. And then and then at the end of it, once we've we'll, we'll, once we declare a winner of some description, how we do that, I've got no idea. Um, the winner then picks next month's challenge. So so that's yeah yeah. I again, you know, I mentioned last week's episode saying I've been trying to find that second save. So it, it is good for me to have that and be it'd be a different feel mm-hmm. as well because obviously there's a level of competitiveness that comes with it i'm I'm not gonna win i know that oh i'm not either <laughs> i don't I, I really don't yeah i mean yeah yeah you know again tony I, I think the worst thing about that is that everyone else knows you're not and are reminding you you know like i the the, <laughs> the whole thing has been i don't want to finish below tony um which again is is the reputation reputation that you have at the minute mate which is you know i, I think unfair it's fine it's fine. Know, i'm artists, i'm, I'm putting you know. our listeners over you know it's it's fine no, like no 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 um you you just you just a very complacent person sometimes uh just, when it comes I'm to this. just not i'm just not very good at this version i'm just not very good at it i just you know i think it's i think you you're spinning too many plates you got to, this is what i'm saying about don't be getting outside yeah. advice you do you need to be focused you need to be laser focused you need to you, you need to channel your inner bielsa and be uncompromising with your philosophy and approach. That's the way I'm going to do it. You know, and if anyone says anything else, um, I'll uh, I'll uh, be Elsa Ball them into next week. But I, yeah, I'm gonna. I think as of as of next week, from when we're recording, I think that's when I'm going to get really stuck into it and give it give it some time. And I don't know, maybe I'll get a spreadsheet up. You know, maybe I'll, I'll crunch some numbers, test some things in test tubes take it to the lab, you know, really get stuck really? into it and still finish mid-table in the final, final standards. Uh, well, what, what I, again, I've, I think I mentioned this to you earlier on uh, today, is, again, I, I'm watching, I'm watching all the matches in 2D because of the fact that I'm, because of the fact that mm. I'm, I'm, I'm trying this, 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 uh, this different tactic out. So I'm watching it all in a very different way than when I would stream or, or, or doing YouTube content. Mm-hmm. So watching the way that the build, the player builds up, and again, we'll, we'll get into the, the chat with, with, with playmakers as, as the, the episode goes on. Some of the play that I, that I'm seeing is really exciting, to be honest, really exciting. Like, like guys cutting in from out wide and like dribbling right across the midfield to pull space. Um, which I'm really, really enjoying and seeing, you know, areas for improvement, which I know I'm supposed to do anyway. And I know I'm, basically saying the most obvious things but you know it's it's good to see as well yeah saying. yeah it's good it's but it's it's definitely a good path to be walking on i'm gen- the the thing the big biggest thing i'm worried about is whoever wins this challenge is going to pick something utterly ridiculous uh, i just know it i just know it so i'm bracing myself not so much for this challenge but but the next time around so 
Just a little quick reminder, if people want to join our Discord and get involved in this, where mm-hmm. can they do that? So you can do that. Uh, the short link is bit.ly forward slash TJFM Discord. Uh, I believe we have a link in uh, on my Twitter at the very least, uh, if not in the podcast description possibly. Um, but yeah, come and join it. Obviously, you've got until the 28th to get your scores submitted. And then, of course, that gets you into the March one. But if you miss that and you want to come and join April's, you're more than welcome as well. Or just just come and see what's happening. Like, we've had a few guys in there have decided to start documenting their challenge as well. So there's a couple of people are starting blogs or, like, little uh, content creation journeys, which, again, you know what? Like, I think that's cool, to be honest. I think the the challenge has come from within and then they've, they've sort of taken it on themselves and went, right, I'm going to document this. And I'm like, yeah, I like that. that. That's cool. I noticed RDF has popped along and made everyone a little bit nervous now when they're talking about tactics because the Grandmaster yeah. is, uh, is t- turned up, hasn't he? He's going to tell us all how to actually play the game. Um, so we, we might... Well, Russ, Russell, Port, Russell, Russell Port popped into my stream on on, uh, on Wednesday night and I was just like, oh dear. <laughs> Don't stop, <laughs> Tony, Don't. stop embarrassing us in front of the real football people. I've told you about this. You're making us look bad. I know. It was terrible. I was just like, oh. I was like, if everyone wants to go and read his books, you can do <laughs> <laughs> bless you bless you um well when i approach this lead save whether strikerless or not i am probably going to involve some form of playmaker and with that in mind let's talk about all the playmakers that are currently in the game we we kind of this was kind of inspired this month with with our main focus uh, on the retro episodes being Raquel May and Perlo. So on that episode, we are going to talk about the Enganche and the Register. So we're not going to talk about those roles today, really. But we were kind of, we, we ended up starting talking about how effective playmakers are in FM. How do you use them? Where do you put them? You know, are they wide, high, left, right? Where are they? So we, we're just going to sort of talk through our experiences with playmakers. Now, last week, and I think maybe the week before, we, we spoke about Fox in the Box used a wide playmaker in the streamer uh, showdown which has kind mm-hmm. of sparked a bit of a surgence in using the wide playmaker and we sort of we discussed that but i mean i've looked at your teams and, and i can't imagine oh, my teams. i can't imagine a, a playmaker thriving in one of your teams tony right. so again talking about spinning plates all over the place right yes yeah, yeah. a playmaker probably hasn't made his way into the Sunderland team to be honest, right? <laughs> and nor and nor should they. There's, there is no there is no place for a Aiden playmaker. Aidan McGady is the closest thing to a playmaker we've got, and he can't last more than nine minutes in a match. Um, we, we we joked on stream one night that he was he got out of breath running up to take a penalty. That's that's how unfit he is. So we don't we we don't have a one in the Sunderland stream. Um, we. Don't really have one at Washington either because we're we're in tier nine, so there's not really space there. At the at the at the at the minute at the minute there is there is a plan with Washington though because we have slightly better players than our league position. Um, that, that, that we've got slightly better players than we should really have to be honest. So if we and we've not talked about Washington for a while, I think we'll maybe talk about it a bit next week. But just put a little pin in it. If we get promoted, 
then we may be doing a few things slightly differently. So that's that's possible. Right. Right? And this is my this is going to be my first point on this because I think there's this misconception of 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 not being able to use a playmaker at certain levels, and I don't I don't think that's necessarily true. I think you have to use. It's not it's not exclusively true. I think you can use a deep line playmaker in literally any team. Because again, it's always attributes are always relative. Ability is always relative to the league and and mm-hmm. standard of the league and the standard of the players. I, I just I just don't have a system that that allows for that at the minute. That's that's my thing. So I'm I'm quite rigid with with the Washington save at the minute, which is fine. But this is fine. But I think this is where the the discussion is interesting about where people put their playmakers because the match engine is is far more like far better in terms of having uh, a playmaker in the am yeah. slot definitely seen that you know i've seen several different playmakers sort of thrive in that whether it's sort of a traquatista which is technically mm-hmm. a playmaker or an advanced playmaker you can get some really good stuff you know obviously shout out to shadow striker best role yeah game. yeah um I've, I've, right hang on I've, I've used a shadow striker this week yeah but it's okay. not a playmaker <laughs> It's not well, a playmaker, with, but with with an advanced playmaker, that's yeah. You know. Wow, that's quite yeah, that's quite fancy for you. But I think the for for me, I like to have a playmaker deeper, and I'm not, I'm not talking necessarily a register, but I do like to have like either a deep playing playmaker or a roaming playmaker a little bit deeper in a couple of formations, uh, usually. Roaming playmaker in a four four two, a deep lion playmaker in a four two three one, and then I actually, do you know what? I've actually, I actually sometimes use three playmakers in a four three three because it kind of. I think this is where the perception of what a playmaker is. I I always think about a playmaker as a ball magnet. Where's that ball mm-hmm. going to go to? Same same as a target man, right? If you play direct yeah. football or you put crosses in or whatever the target man is a ball magnet i think that's the same for a playmaker so the way i try and think about putting a playmaker into my side is where do i what 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 area of the pitch do i want the ball to be in whether whether that be centrally with like i say with free playmakers or you know if i've got a wide playmaker which i don't i don't tend to use i just haven't quite figured it out um as in like an advanced wide playmaker, I should say, sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I try and think about it as as more of, is there a player that I want to have more time on the ball and in what area of the pitch yeah. is, is that, that time going to be? That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think, I think that, I think people can get a bit, a bit intimidated or a bit put off with certain roles because I, I certainly have, you know, I remember I used to be petrified of using a libero and rightfully so because it's quite a, I think, I think the way that the game presents you with the libero and by going like, this is these are the attributes you need, you go, oh, so I just need the most complete football player that's ever played football in the world ever. Um, and you kind of have to go for a journey of figuring out who actually fits that role. It's a little bit like a Mazala as well, because I think the game flags up Mazala's weird. Yeah. The amount of suggestions that I get for a Mazala and I'm like, that's not what's going to make a good Mazala. So I do think there is a level of of with roles that are outside of you know the normal roles. I think it can become intimidating. Yeah. So 
and I think I think playmakers fall into so that. So you've made a really interesting point there, and that's got my got my brain going off a bit because it probably it probably addresses an issue I have, right? Uh, like I like a deep line playmaker. Okay, I'm a fan of a deep line playmaker. Okay, now I will often sit them traditionally at the base of the midfield. Okay, and play them like the quote unquote quarterback that I guess traditionally we all presumed a deep line playmaker would be. Of course, you can play a deep line playmaker in that middle bank, um, which is probably better because, as you say there, if, if you're wanting the ball just in front of your defence, you're inviting pressure onto yourself unless that guy is stupidly good and can move the ball off all the time. Like, I had a lot of success when we did the Creators' Championship. I had Wayne Rooney playing in that deep line playmaker role just in front of the defence, and he was amazing, mm. again, in a strikerless formation. So, again, it, it sort of helped really nicely. But I have had deep line playmakers where I've had distributed deep line playmaker. They're sat just in front of the defence and I'm maybe not getting the ball high enough up the pitch early doors. So I maybe have to move that deep line playmaker up along with, you know, the midfielder on support. Um or, you know, maybe like you say, like a like a Roman or, or a Mazala. Um so yeah, so maybe, 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 maybe I've just thought a little bit too old school about deep line and, and focus too much on that word deep and maybe got myself into a little a little tiz sometimes with it with the dlp i always the way i think about them is is a static ball distributor they mm-hmm. don't it's not a it's not a, a role that involves a lot of movement you know whereas a register and a roaming playmaker the real art of making a good roaming playmaker and a roaming um a regista, sorry, is off the ball movement. It's super important. Yeah. And, you know, it, it does that again, does reflect it with the game flagging that up. Whereas, you know, DLP, you are right about the quarterback analogy, but it's that thing as well of that that person is holding that position. I think hold position is one of the most interesting things that's attached to that role because, you know, you played Rooney in that role and that's, completely makes sense but I, th- I do think you can have a more defensive player in that role because you're you know the the player's attributes and the player's traits are also going to dictate how that player plays so you know say for example you've got a dlp in the you know i always call it the half half pack slot which i don't know if it's yeah. technical but the defensive midfielder slot um and in that he's got similar traits like plays short simple passes or you know dictates tempo you know, slightly more low risk traits, that's going to mm-hmm. influence the the way he plays. So he might see a lot of the ball, but it doesn't mean that he's going to be constantly playing the sweeping balls out wide, you know, in the same way that Libero or Regista does. So like, I think you need to take that into consideration. And also like, I, I, I think the roles around a playmaker are super important. I, I've said, I think I've said it a couple of times, but, when I think of a midfield free, the way I always sort of picture it in whatever sort of iteration that it is, I always think of a, a a holder, a runner, and a creator. Yeah. But that doesn't mean there is an overlap sometimes of of those things. If that you know, it would be in a Venn diagram, I guess. You know, but that's kind of like how I always see it. So the 
you could say, for instance, have a roaming playmaker. He's your main creator because he is the best creative player on your team. But your holding player still could be a DLP. Yeah. Your your runner could be an advanced playmaker because it has dribble more, right? So mm-hmm. I think I think it comes when when it comes to a playmaker, it's like I think it's how do you get the most out of the role, but also how do you, how how do you get the most out of that player in that role? And I found that sometimes the most unexpected players make the best playmakers. You know, maybe maybe a really good point that you made there with, with Wayne Rooney in the Creator Championship. So yeah. yeah, like, and I think that's where where I'm occasionally guilty of and I think that if we use Washington as the example there like sort of saying look you know I don't think I've got the players to give them a quote-unquote playmaker role at present like I could I could say right you're no longer um, ball winning midfielder for example you're now going to be roaming playmaker or you're going to be Mazala because you're you're getting up and down the pitch anyway like why not move into a little bit of space? Like, you know, yeah. I might, I might change you from, um, I might change you from, um, you know, defensive midfielder to deep line playmaker and go, right, you're not moving, but you're actually, you're pretty good at long passes and your vision's quite good. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, let's not have you as defensive midfielder. Let's have you as deep line playmaker and just, you're going to stay in that position anyway. And you might be able to ping a pass and someone's, legging it up the pitch and you might be able to unlock a defence. So you're right, the the players are there. It's just obviously looking into that system and those players who could well be out the door two weeks later because they're all getting paid per appearance. Um, you know. I think my approach with playmakers is has changed as well because, you know, as as I mentioned about a wide playmaker, I used to always like to have a wide playmaker in a four four two. And the wide playmaker would be coupled with a a more attacking central role next to it. And my my again, I think I think it's I think I picked this logic up from Bostonet a while back. But the idea was that you basically create an overload on that side of the pitch and you know you sort of want the focus going to that side. And I've done it with. I, I, I'm just, I can't. I, I mentioned it last week, but I can't remember if it was this edition. I think it was last year. I think it was FM20 where I bought Jaden Sancho for Man United on my, my beta save and just had him as a wide playmaker on a four four two, and he absolutely destroyed everyone, and it was great because mm. the ball just kept going to him. But I think now the the tactics uh, creators changed so much that obviously you don't have to create what I'd probably call artificial overloads now, I guess, mm-hmm. um, because you can obviously do focus play, you know, focus down right, left or center. And I, I think that the focus play has really amplified how effective a playmaker can be, especially in my, again, this is just my opinion, but in a central playmaker. And I think that's a huge, it's been a huge benefit of, of a high AM based playmaker if you have a super intelligent player that's great movement i think movement's really key in a in a yeah. higher playmaker you can do some real damage with like that playmaker there um and you know two solid holders behind him but with focus play down the middle as well so i do think things like focus play do come into consideration as well yeah i think you're right i think there is obviously a greater emphasis on play through the middle on this version as well like i know wing players taking a bit of a 
a sort of a step back, which, you know, I, I obviously, you know, still shed a tear every single night for, because just get the ball into the channels and cross it in. <laughs> um, you know, like we're, we're using a proper heavy football, right? Um, yeah, and I think, because I think Fox has done quite a similar tactic with, I think it was almost creating Beckham, wasn't it? I think RDF done as well the same at the, the Man U. Yeah. With, yeah. with Beckham as the, uh, as the, uh, as the, uh, the, as the playmaker out wide. Um, and it caught me, it got me thinking, because again, I, I remember texting you like, um, a few weeks, a few weeks ago, going, oh, I'm going to play about with some, some sort of just daft bits and pieces that I might do for YouTube. And I, I, I said I'd do like a, a Newcastle Entertainers tactic. And it was, and I, I had Ginola as an, an attacking winger. Then the more I thought mm. about it, and then once RDF and Foxy mentioned this this playmaker, I was like, "Yeah, moving back, have him as a playmate. and that's the Ginola would be the Beckham role, essentially, and that and it rebalanced it. And then I had what would have been Gillespie a bit further out in the attacking wing, so like almost like three in the midfield with one slightly advanced. I was like, "Now it makes sense," and I was like, "Yeah, just yeah. just slightly unbalanced something, but it, and just those little combinations of." He's not technically a winger. You can make him a playmate. Ah, cool. Got you. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I have played about. So, is there been, has there been a playmaker that you've, like, a, a player that we're talking about here, a playmaker that you've sort of come across that you've really enjoyed using this year? Um, I, I'll go first because, um, I've used an AP sometimes at Blackburn and I've used other things. Uh, Morgan Gibbs White. I picked him up from Wolves. Uh, a little bit later on and he's been an excellent advanced playmaker for me really really good because he's a great ball carrier and he's got tries killer balls on my save i don't know if i gave it him or or, or or not but he's been a real little gem for a championship level team i've only had him a season i think but he's been really 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 good and he's become like one of my most valued players i'm yet to find a register that's really been a standout to me, other than obviously like Sandro Tonali is obviously the obvious one. Um, and I've not really used the Regista much this year after I'd used it quite a lot last year. So that's something that I might explore at some point. But has there been anyone that you sort of come across that you've you've enjoyed using as a playmaker? Um, I mean, not anyone that's going to come as a massive surprise, to be honest. Again, I've not really played as anyone who's been remotely interested. I, I was Dortmund in the, uh, in the beta. So, um, Giovanni Reina works really nicely as a yeah. playmaker. Um, so, but then again, I mean, any, just anybody gives the ball to Haaland in that game, and it's you're a playmaker just by give ball to Haaland. Um, so that works quite nicely. Um, what's it called um, your man? Because I'm playing another little online tournament. Uh, Shirky, is it for Leon? The little young lad. Oh, um, Ryan Shirky. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I played him the other day. I won five one. He was brilliant in that little AP role. And I said that's why I said I had the shadow striker and I had him as a advanced playmaker just off um slightly asymmetric. Um destroyed the team I was playing. Brilliant. Enjoyed having him there. Oh, he's yeah, he's uh he's absolutely he's excellent in the game. Frustratingly, he's really good in real life and isn't necessarily getting that much game time but then again he is 17 so obviously <laughs> and does and does have Hussam Hour in front of him I had Hussam Hour uh, in there as well so yeah it was it was nice that it works quite He's, nicely he is excellent in any playmaker role yeah and I I'll always remember Bustanet 
using him as a libero. And I love that. It was great. <laughs> He's excellent. He's, yeah, he was that. really, really good. Dangerous as anything. So, yeah, I was a, I was a great one. All right, well, if you've been using a Playmaker this year, which I imagine quite a few of you have, um, let us know what Playmakers you've been using, what roles you've been using, and what players specifically, uh, whether on Twitter or on our Discord. So, Tony, if people want to do find you on Twitter, it's like the, you let you know all about their amazing Tier 10 Playmakers to prove you wrong. <laughs> Where can they find you on Twitter? So, on Twitter, it's at Tony Jameson. Obviously, the link for the Discord is on there as well. As I say, it's bit.ly forward slash TJFM Discord. You'll also find links to my Twitch, which is twitch.tv forward slash Tony Jameson FM. Uh, where we're currently doing a Sunderland save at the time of recording, <laughs> is all I'm going to say. Um, so that's that's every Sunday and every Wednesday. And, of course, we also have the YouTube series as, series as, uh, as well, which is the Journeyman and, uh, and the Tier 10, which is Tony Jameson FM on YouTube. So that's all my things to plug. Uh, Matt, what about yourself? Where can people find you? Uh, and all your your work. I believe the uh, plural of series is 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 Siri I. Uh, <laughs> it's not. This <laughs> is a partridge reference. I just wanted to get in. Oh, Siri I. That's the plural. Um, you can find me. I like it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter uh, at mrichardshost. <laughs> um, but I'm mainly floating about on Discord these days talking tactics and, and other, other bits and pieces. Tony is going to stay at Sunderland because we we we've taken some time. To, to really assess what's been going on and uh, it's not as bad as he makes out it's going to be fine I promise you I promise you it's going to be fine I hope, I hope I'm going to stay because my shirt turned up today which yeah. is really quite <laughs> just stick, stick with me and we'll we'll get you there we'll get you to the Prem in no time well while we've got your attention as well I would like to direct you to the charities that we have listed in our podcast description as we always do some incredible charities and foundations doing incredible work out there in the wider world that we employ you to check out. Those include the LGBT Foundation, Black Minds Matter UK, Mind UK and War Child. All incredible causes that are well worth your time. And if you do want to continue to support this podcast beyond being amazing than just listening to us here on whatever platform that you are currently listening on. We do have a Patreon that you can come and join. That's patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It is a free pound a month and that goes a long, long way of helping us continue to make these shows and make more content like we do on Patreon. We do two bonus episodes a month for our Patreons. As we've mentioned a few times during this episode, and it has been the inspiration behind this episode, we are covering two incredible playmakers and their careers and how their roles are now in the game of Football Manager. They are obviously Juan Roman, Raquel May and Andrea Perlo. So we'll be talking about those two this month on Patreon. I believe the Raquel May episode will be coming out the day after this one is released, I think, if I can remember mm-hmm. the schedule. Um, so if you do want to get involved in that, give that a listen. That's patreon.com forward slash football manager therapy. It's three pound a month and we really appreciate your support. Right, that's all that we've got time for on this week's episode. Thank you so much for taking an hour or so out of your day to join us to talk about a silly little video game. Hopefully we've given you some escapism for that period of time. 
But in the meantime, until next week, take care of yourselves. We'll see you then on Football Manager Therapy. Mm-hmm.